We are a little over a month away from the uh, Michigan primary. A lot of uh, preparations underway for that. But back on January 11th, 74 Michigan City and Township clerks uh, wrote a note to Secretary of State Benson and Board of Elections Director Jonathan Brader saying, hey, uh, you need to be aware, trying to comply with a lot of the stuff that was thrown at us by Proposal 2 is really uh, beyond our capability right now. We're losing a lot of sleep. We don't have the resources we need. So exactly what's the problem? We know it calls for a lot of early voting. That's a convenience for voters, certainly, but apparently a very big challenge for clerks. We welcome in from Oakland County, the clerk there, Lisa Brown. Good morning. Good morning. So what is the main challenge here? I know you got to figure out how to stay open uh, nine days and allow for people to vote early. Uh, well, what is it beyond that? Well, so the letter you referenced, that was from city and township clerks. And I, I think their uh, big concern was um, the time frame of having to notify voters who are voting absentee uh, to let them know which party ballot they want. Let's remember that in a presidential primary, this is the one election where you have to request or ask for either a Democratic ballot, a Republican ballot, they're not on the same ballot in this election, or if your jurisdiction has, um, a nonpartisan ballot. And uh, so there's a timeline where clerks needed to start honestly chasing voters who hadn't responded yet. And that time frame uh, was just very small for this election. So many clerks, uh, uh, clerk, will not be meeting this deadline, I, I take it. So will the legislature have to get involved? Well, it, you know, it's a, it's a sticky wicket in that the, the law actually doesn't take effect until February 13th because it didn't get immediate effect when it was passed in the legislature. So it's even questionable as to whether that time frame is is correct or not, mm-hmm. um, if they really need to stick to that. But I guess my plea to voters who are voting absentee is if you haven't let your local clerk know which style ballot you want, please do that ASAP. Um, Lisa, the state is, it's different now. They're hold, holding this primary earlier. There, it's all, There's also a caucus. I think it's a little confusing for people about every, everything that's new. Uh, yeah, I well, I mean, early voting is is uh, been do- been done in states uh, all across the country for years. Um, I can say we piloted it in November, and uh, it worked really well. The workers loved it. The voters loved it. And I did it. It was a great way to vote. Um, and as far as you know, what what parties are doing? I mean, this, the clerks are in charge of just you know, running an election and what parties decide to do with that is on the parties, I guess. (laughs) You mentioned the clerks have to, quote unquote, chase down voters who haven't responded about which ballot they want. How did that get into the law? I don't recall that being part of Prop 2. Was that something that was inserted into the enabling legislation? And, And really, we need clerks to chase down voters? Why don't we just rely on voters to do what they need to do their due diligence? I, you know, I mean, that would be great. And many voters do. But I will say, I think a lot of voters forget um, that they do have to pick a ballot style for the presidential primary. Again, that's different than every other kind of election we have in Michigan. I think voters forget. I know I had one 
uh, asked me, why is my clerk asking me, you know, which one I want? What if I'm a Democrat or Republican? And it's not, you know, let's be clear, this isn't a declaration of party right. affiliation. Um, you will get the same question in four years. Um, but this is what's in legislation. This is now what's in Michigan law. So this is what we clerks are follow the law. That's what we do. Would you like to see that changed? Um, you know what? I'm not, it doesn't affect me. I, it's, it's on the local clerks. Um, I think in the future, the time frame will be more manageable for them just as far as how, you know, this, because this was new, uh, clerks were waiting for a form of what that looked like from the bureau. So I think that was a little delayed. So that's why it kind of made it a time crunch by the time they got that form to then send out to their voters and say, hey, you know, which one do you want? It just it didn't give them a lot of time. Was uh, enough money allocated for this proposal, Lisa? And and does it help with staff? I mean, because a lot of clerks have limited staff. Well, I'll tell you, with early voting, local clerks have the opportunity or the choice rather to run it themselves, to partner with another community or if their county clerk offers to partner with the county clerk. So I offered to do it in Oakland County. And, you know, it is saving those municipalities money by sharing the costs of election workers. Um, We are getting reimbursement. This year from the state, uh, there was $30 million allocated from the legislature to implement early voting. What that looks like in the future, you know, if there's money in the future, uh, I, I, you know, we don't know that. But we know for this election um, and, uh, you know, early voting is now in the Constitution for every state and federal election. So we'll see what happens in another two years if the state you know, if the legislature allocates money uh, towards workers and other um, early voting costs or not. Okay, so Lisa, the primary is on the 27th. What are important dates? You know, when do I have to be registered by if I'm not yet? Those kind of things that would be important to know. Sure. So, well, let's remember that you can still register to vote even on election day in your local clerk's office. Uh, You have to bring, you know, ID verification that you live there, all that sort of thing. Um, And you can do that up until 8 p.m. on Election Day. Uh, Starting 14 days before the election, you can only register to vote for that election with your city or township clerk. Before that, you can still register with your county clerk, uh, by mail, secretary of state's office, et cetera. February, so an early voting uh, is a minimum of nine days. That is the second Saturday before the election day. So in this case for the primary, it is February 17th. I think there are some communities that are doing more than, than nine days, but I think the bulk uh, mm. is do, are doing it for nine. So that starts February 17th. Um, each day needs to be for at least eight hours, uh, but you've got two weekends in there. Uh, so those, I would say February 17th is a big day and really just knowing that early voting begins um, and knowing that if it's, uh, you know, less than two weeks before an election and you haven't registered to vote yet, you need to go to your city or township clerk to do that. All right. We are uh, forewarned, forearmed, and we will uh, begin casting those ballots on February 17th. Lisa Brown, thanks for your time. Wonderful. My pleasure. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, did we keep saying a February 27th day? We should point out that 
This is different than past primaries in that only one-third of the Republican delegates in this case will be chosen via that February 26th, 7th primary. Mm -hmm. That's what I think is confusing. If you read any article, it's like primary and caucus. What? Exactly. And so it's to some degree dilutes your power at the ballot box in in terms of choosing uh, delegates. I think Christina Caramo would give me some pushback on that. But the fact is you don't have the clout that you used to have in terms of awarding delegates at the ballot box. Uh, When we come back, we'll check in with Mike O'Hara as the uh, Lions continue their quest for the first NFC championship since 57. That's next on JR Morning.